Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Walking with God in faith, you are not guaranteed that you won't have a test and trial, but you are guaranteed that your faith will see you through to victory, and you walk out on the other side victorious as long as you keep the shield up. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue with more from the message series by Ken Hagen. Another look at faith. Stay tuned. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Ken Hagen's message. How many ever watched a baseball game? The catcher has on a chest protector. Now, it would be stupid for him to put the chest protector on his back and go out there to catch the ball. He has on a face mask. But if he put it on backwards, now the back of his head is protected, but his face is exposed. He's got the right equipment. He just uses it wrongly. Now, there have been many people that have put on the helmet of salvation. And they have bothered to get involved with some of the others. But they're not, they, some of the part of the armor they are not using correctly. It is the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the enemy. I want you to notice that there are going to be fiery darts shot at you. I want you to notice that as you go through your life down here, living for God, claiming what God has for you, you are going to run into the enemy that's going to take shots at you. It is the shield of faith that you are wielding that's going to keep those fiery darts from reaching and penetrating. I don't care how heavy that shield of faith gets, you've got to keep it up. If you don't, you get in trouble. You start letting it sag, you get in trouble. You ever notice a boxer, he keeps his hands up here and his elbows in like this and his, his head scoots down on his neck to, so, so that he can protect himself. When they try to hit him in the stomach, he can use his elbows to ward off the blows. And he's got his hands up here like this to help ward off the blows as well as offensively. I was boxing one time when I was about in a, I think I was junior in high school. We were boxing in, in gym class and we got these huge old gloves. I think they're like, they're like pillars tied on your hands. I think they're about 16 ounce gloves or something like that. I want to tell you what, you know, you're not used to holding your arms up like that and so on. Pretty soon, they start to sag. And when they do, man, your chin is wide open for the other guy to hit you. That's what a lot of people are doing. They're going out, quoting the Word of God, quoting the Word of God, everything going good. But then everything is going good. They're rocking along good. They're winning. You'll see this happen. Even though they don't get tired, a guy's winning good. And so he starts to play around, drop his hands down. And he gets tagged right on the button. See people walking with the shield of faith. And all of a sudden they're, they're doing all right. Everything going fine. And they said, well, I can relax a minute. Ooh. (laughs) 
Walking with God in faith, you are not guaranteed that you won't have a test and trial. But you are guaranteed that your faith will see you through to victory. And you walk out on the other side victorious as long as you keep the faith and keep the shield up. As we go on, number eight, faith is not the panic button. Some people have thought that faith was merely the panic button. Something to use in the event of crisis. We have an interesting story related to us in the Old Testament about a people that were called the children of Israel. In this, as you read this, you will begin to see that they operated in this fashion. As long as everything was going all right, they didn't have no time for God. But as soon as everything got bad and they got themselves in trouble, they run to God. And we are doing the same thing. They would only cry out to God when the crisis came. Lord, deliver us. Back at 2.4 says, the just shall live by faith. When you hear the statement, the just shall live by faith, that means a lifestyle. Lifestyle means something that you do every day of your life, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. That's lifestyle. Faith is not something that you get a hold of when the crisis comes. Faith is something that you have every day of the week. You're trusting God. You're leaning on God. You're relying on God. You're claiming His promises every day. In fact, if you wait till the crisis comes to begin to try to believe God, you've waited too late. You have to get a hold of the Word of God before the crisis ever gets there. You have to continually take in God's Word. You have to continually meditate on God's Word. How many of you exercise during the week? How many of you have an exercise program that you're on and you exercise? What happens if you miss two or three weeks? And then you go back out and start to exercise. You can't start out where you were. You have to, you, you, you get tired faster. You, build, you have to build back up to the place you were at. And then besides that, when you quit exercising, you start putting on pounds. See, it's something you have to do all the time. There is never a time that you, quit, you can quit using your faith. There is never a time that you can relax. 
because the devil is just waiting around the corner. He's peeping around the corner of the building waiting for the day that you lower the shield of faith and wham, he's going to get you. Because the Bible says that he is going around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That tells me that I don't have to be devoured. How do I keep from being devoured? I keep from being devoured by using faith not as a crutch in the, in the crisis situation, but by using faith in my everyday walk with God, daily believing God and walking with Him, and I am surrounding myself, I am shielding myself from the enemy. Hallelujah. I'll tell you one other thing. The Bible says in Psalms 23, I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but I will fear no evil. When you understand faith and understand what it's all about, and you've been living faith, and you've been confessing faith, and you've been confessing the word, and you've surrounded yourself with the word, and that faith shield is all around you, you can walk through the very midst of the pits of hell, and the demons, and the power of the enemy can have and will have no effect upon you. Faith is not something that we use when we get in a crisis. Faith is something that we use every day of the week. We live it. 24 hours a day in the good times and in the bad times. See, there's no bad times spiritually, but in the natural, we run into some bad times. That's the test. That's the trial. That's the tribulations that we go through. But thank God, I can look with the eye of faith when the natural eye sees nothing but darkness and bleakness, and disappointment, and despair all around me. I can look with the eye of faith, and I can see on the horizon that golden glow of the power of God. And I fix my eyes on that glow, and by faith I walk one step at a time until I walk out of the darkness into the power of the light of God. It's you doing it. God's already done all he's ever going to do about us being, receiving all of this. We got to do something about it. And it's a 24 hour a day job. All right, let's go to number nine. Faith is not a magic wand that you wave around. It's very unfortunate that some people have heard the principles of faith and have become materialistic with it. The Bible is not a magic wand that you rub and a genie pops out and you get three wishes. The Bible is a light unto our path that we can see where we're going and by faith we take one step at a time because usually that's about as much light as the Lord will shed on our pathway. We hear in driving school 
When they're talking about night driving, they say, don't overdrive your lights. What are they talking about? They are talking about, don't go any faster than you could stop in the amount of time that it takes you to stop in which your light is shining out there. Because that light only goes so far. The Bible is a light. Not a magic wand that we wave over the situation. It's a light. When we take the Word of God and begin to quote the Word of God, it's light. And it will dispel the darkness. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Mountain Moving Faith, plus the four mini-seasonal faith devotional books, all five resources are yours for just $19.95. Call now to get this very special offer, 1-888-FAITH-99. Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Start your new year off right. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We have opened a satellite church That's over right. in Oklahoma City area. Yes. Actually, we, we're temporarily located in the uh, Walnut Creek Chapel. It's a wedding chapel that we're using uh, to meet on. And, and it's at uh, 7840 Northwest 122nd Street uh, in Oklahoma City. And it's at Sunday night at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Or you can go to Rainbow Bible Church uh, OKC.com and find out more information. Yeah. So, uh, hey, we want to invite you if you're in that area, come on out and We're see us. We're excited about We're the excited church. We're excited about the church. It's, yeah. it's good. Uh, you'll enjoy it. Come on out and be with us. Next week, be sure to join us as we start a new week of teaching from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week, right here on Rama for Today Radio.